We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. It's coming from my throne. Yeah, I came for your throne. I took your lines, baby. Oh, this is how the show's going to go, isn't it? Mm. She's going to just say my lines. If I even pause, if I hesitate for a hair, she's going to jump in with the line. Deals, I'm in a silly mood. Oh dear, she just ate Nutella. I ate Nutella and that shit hits fast. Ticket update, y'all. Oh, all right. <laughs> Straight in. Sorry, what would you like to talk about? I don't know. I wanted to talk about my sugar high, okay? <laughs> I feel drunk. I feel lit. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Okay. By the way, it's Kate Reeves <laughs> and Gemma Peanut. Peanut. <laughs> okay. All right. You can tell the mood. We've Let's got rain here. it in. Rain it in. Exciting news. We've opened up the balconies. In Brizzy, in Sydney. Yeah. Brisbane is the latest addition to the balcony opening uppering, offering. <laughs> there aren't many rows in the balconies no. in fact there's two rows yeah. they're brilliant seats obviously yeah. you get to be a front row you get to look down at all of the plebeians <laughs> <laughs> and wave your royal hand and say i'm in the balcony at the brisbane powerhouse mm. look at me brisbane is probably looking like it's going to be our first sold out show so brisbane fully sold out yes. get in there we don't want to hear it okay we don't want to hear i missed out are you gonna do a second show no we're not okay this is it Jeez, don't mess with rebs. Grab folks. your tickets. Now, while I'm in a mood, Adelaide. Oh, yeah. You begged us. You pleaded. You said, Adelaide never gets anything. You've got to come to Adelaide. We love you. There's so many Radeladian DLs. They did mobilize, They did. Rebs. They mobilized. And look, we are half sold. Okay. Half the house is gone. Wonderful. We can't wait to do an amazing show and meet you all in Adelaide. But here's my problem, <laughs> if I may. <laughs> the way you guys have bought up half of the tickets, it's, it's a smattering. Jim, they're not talking to each other. No, Where are you sitting? I'm going to sit over here. No, they're just grabbing their own tickets. Do you know what has surprised me about the Adelaide show? <laughs> is that there's still front row seats available. Yeah. That's it's like, who isn't nabbing those? We are giving out prizes. Like, I don't even think you guys know. There's presents at this show, mm. okay? We're giving away, like, really good stuff. Really good. <laughs> I want to say, but I can't say yet. No, but it's really say. good stuff. So come to the show. Have a great time. Adelaide, if you don't show up next year, if we do this, again you're gonna be Perth all right oh dear you're gonna be Canberra don't say it don't make me make you Canberra and Canberra we're trying okay we're trying we hear you we're trying <laughs> promise we are and Perthians we're sorry we're always sorry we it's you. just unfair yeah all right let's talk about the Sydney and Melbourne shows yeah well Sydney first of all big update mm. we've had some DLs slide in and say okay so now I know what the VIP VIDL tickets are all about I, I want, want them great yeah and look Revs and I definitely did a disservice we did not shout out enough in the lead up to ticket sales that there even were VIDL yeah. tickets. We didn't hype them and look, this literally is our first rodeo. <laughs> like we have never put on a live tour. Girlfriends have learnt some shit yeah, yeah, yeah. over We're the last year. We have learnt so much. But yes, the good news is in Sydney, you can upgrade your general admission tickets to a VIDL. Now Revs, let's quickly rattle through what a VIDL gets. A VIDL gets house seats, which is theatre lingo for the best seats in the house. We're talking middle 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 you get a goodie bag yeah it's not just a good goodie bag it's a great goodie bag it should
should be called a gradle bag. <laughs> it's a grady bag. <laughs> it is not just a bunch of flyers like if you went to an expo. It's not like, you know, 10% off your HelloFresh. <laughs> it's like a really good goodie bag. It is presents. Okay? It's presents. Tangible items. Tangible, awesome things. Then after the show, come have a drink with us. Having a little exclusive party. And we're going to have drinks and cuddles and photos and we can laugh together and cry together and hug and, I don't know, we help you pump some milk. <laughs> I assure you it won't be a therapy session, as Rebs has painted. It'll be a lovely after-show drinks party. If you want to upgrade to a VIDL in Sydney. Now, listen, if you're in Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, and you want to upgrade, we're working on it. We've called the theatres. We will let you know as soon as we know if you can upgrade, if you want to. But if you're in Sydney and you want to upgrade, you need to go fast because there's only a handful of those left. On the Friday, there's like five or something, and there's not that many on the Thursday. But get in before people buy them. Call the theatre. How's this? I've got a phone number for y'all. This is vintage. This is so vintage. Grab your pen and paper. It's 02-9550-3666. That's 02-9550-3666. And say, I'm coming to the... We don't have time for this. Can we not evolve to a live show? And I want to upgrade to a VIP ticket. I want drinks with my besties. I want a bag full of presents. I want to see them from the middle of the middle. Okay? Mm. Shall we get on to our DL who has a dilemma? And let's see if we can squeeze some juice and turn it into some delicious lemonade. Hi, Gem and Revs. I would love to hear your thoughts on different financial situations in a friendship group, Ooh. especially between besties. We're all about mid to late 30s, and I'm finding that the financial gap in my circle is growing bigger by the day. Some are so set and so comfortable, while others are really struggling. And whilst we're all completely in each other's corners in terms of celebrating career successes and lows, I can see and feel the resentment and jealousy sort of creeping in. Mm. Would love to hear you hash this out, as I can imagine it's on the mind of a lot of listeners at the moment, given the state of the world. Ooh, a juicy one. That is a juicy one. That's a big one. It is a big I'm not going to lie, it's taken the wind out of my sails a little bit. I was really high before off the Nutella and <laughs> I was like, like oh. oh, serious chat about <laughs> financials This is a and real friendship dilemma. Look, I think a lot of people can relate to yeah, this. 100%. The reality is, school is the great equaliser. Then you go to university and it's the same thing and then as you get older career paths can shift and change and grow and some people are afforded huge opportunities some people's priorities shift and Mm -hmm. career isn't such a priority lots of different shapes and sizes for different journeys Mm. and yeah something happens in your mid-30s doesn't it where a lot of people start to have families at the same time with their friends maybe they live in the same neighborhood maybe people move apart Mm. I do think that we are at a stage of life where the people you spend most time with often has a link to your kids' ages Mm. and your geography. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? 100%. So then what happens when your financials are different? (laughs) Good try. Great try, Jimmy. She tried to get like a news presenter. She's like, I know what I'll do to answer this question. I'll package it as a question back to Revs. Well, we 
we have this in our friendship group. You know, mm. lots of us are at different financial levels or stages or times of life or we have people, their partners earn a lot more than them or they earn a lot more than their partners or one stay at home full time, one goes to work full time or both are part time. Like everyone we know takes a different shape. Or there's even circumstances in what I've witnessed is where someone comes into an enormous amount yes. of money. Yes, something happens in life and people come into money. Yeah. You know, they inherit money, money or whatever. Yeah, totally. And it can be a real, oh, because I think the way this shows up is like, okay, if someone is flush and it's their birthday, they might be like, let's go for dinner at this place. And some people are like, I can't, Mm. like, I just can't afford $150 per head dinner right now. For me, I think the onus is on the person who can. I 100% agree. To think of the entire group. Yes. But sometimes it's not that they're thoughtless, but sometimes it's just not in their realm of understanding Mm. and it can cause rifts for sure. Yeah. For sure. Or you might say, oh, wow, they go on holiday three times a year. I haven't been on a holiday in two years or whatever. And you start to compare yourself to your friends. And then I think the onus is on you as in the person who's comparing to go, I'm not going to compare. Yeah. This is, you know, I don't have to compare my situation to other people's compare, you know, all to say everyone's doing their best, but yes. It breeds tension and discomfort around getting together. Yeah. Which is sad because that's... Well, that's the cup-filling event, well, right? Well, coming, coming together, together is, is the part where it's good. Yeah. And the thing with social media is you can see the best parts of everyone else's life mm. and it looks amazing from afar. And you can easily compare or decide they've got everything they could ever need and make a lot of assumptions. It's a slippery slope to do that. And start to look at your own life and feel like, oh God, I'm just not not where they are and why not and blah, blah, blah. But actually, if we came together more, we might find there's a lot more nuance going on on both sides. I don't know. I don't I don't know how to help this. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, we've witnessed, not Revs and I personally, but friends who have planned trips overseas together. And then one party is like, yeah, we've booked this hotel mm. and it's way out of the other person's budget. Yeah. And they hadn't considered that maybe that person approaches holidays very differently. And that's where tension comes lie Mm. so how do we avoid this I mean I just think you know money it's uncomfortable it really it's uncomfortable for a lot of people people don't like talking about what they get paid even though Revs and I have spoken very openly on the podcast about trying to encourage women especially about pay transparency with each other so that we can go hey no like you're getting shortchanged by the company you work for and I know there are things that are in place in the government that are helping to support women more with pay transparency and closing the gender pay gap but we've still got a way to go yeah so when it comes to friendship groups specifically is it about bringing that transparency into the conversation where you say hey I can't afford that because sometimes you're just not aware right like like you might assume and from the outside some people can appear flush Mm. but with rising interest rates because he lives rich rich, but not yeah who knows point is we don't know yeah we don't know or maybe they're like up to their eyeballs in debt yeah yeah that's the secret killer yeah. right there that people don't want to talk about or the secret shame I should say I think well I think that's you've hit the nail on the head there's so much shame on every level like the people who are doing well can feel shame because they're like oh fuck we should like hide this mm. success because it's going to make other people feel bad yeah. which you know you would no one would get behind that if it was put out you'd want all your friends to celebrate their success or enjoy their success or enjoy the fruits of their hard work you would but then the people who can't let's say keep up I don't mm. know I've definitely felt before like I can't keep up and I've other 
sometimes felt like, oh, oh, that's really nice that I can do that thing. Oh, I don't want to like rub that in anyone's nose. I've been mm. on both sides of this. And you can feel shame on both, right? Yeah. You can feel shame to not be able to keep up and you can feel shame to have more than other people. Yeah, privilege guilt. Yeah. So... I don't know. How do you get through it? Honest, open communication? Is it that boring? I feel like that's always the way forwards. Yeah. I think we've definitely tried to shift how we celebrate each other's birthdays mm-hmm. in our group of girlfriends. Like we were literally just talking about my birthday before and Jem's like, what are we doing? And we were saying like, let's just do what we did for your birthday, which was a night in. I loved it. Takeaway. Well, the thing pajamas. is, if you strip it all back, yeah. it's about people. Yeah. Going to fancy restaurants while lovely, yeah. you know, venue can definitely give off a vibe. Also, Ultimately, what matters most? It's each other's company. 100%. And that's what it all comes back to. Yeah. So for my birthday last year, I said to Revzi, I literally just want a pajama party at yeah. your house with my favorite people and our favorite Thai takeaway. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was, it was great. So fun. It was so fun. It was chill. We had giggles. We cried. We laughed. Like it was just everything I could have wanted in a birthday. And it wasn't about the stuff or the venue. And the thing is, as well, is if you do a low key birthday party, it stops your friends from going, oh, what am I going to aware maybe I need to buy an outfit to that like you know what's the vibe like all of the additionals Mm. that come with showing up or you have to negotiate with your partner like a day like a lunchtime off on a weekend and all those things that just come with it yeah Mm. if you have a pajama party everyone can rock up when they can after work or whatever and you just make it low-key and yeah it sort of just evens the playing field a little Mm. bit if I can be really candid I hope I'm someone who makes a lot of space for other people's success and I hope I get that back do you know what I mean that's something I would strive to do I'm not gonna lie sometimes I'm like oh I wish I could do that or I wish I had more space or I wish I whatever but I think if you're the one holding the negative feelings it's on you to process them Mm. I would say yeah it's interesting the timing of this bestie hotline is kind of quite poignant considering we actually have a DNM episode dropping on Sunday I know it just dawned on me just then Revzy that we have a DNM dropping actually talking about the meaning of success Mm. and it gets into uncomfortable places in the conversation and I remember talking about my personal experience with privilege guilt and I really struggle to talk about money and the truth of the matter is if you were to tell me back in 2015 when Hubs and I moved back to Australia with no money like that's not an exaggeration we moved in with his parents we'd been traveling for six months backpacking and staying in hostels through Central South America TM (laughs) I knew you were going to say that and if you had told me that fast forward a years this is what your life is I wouldn't have fucking believed yeah neither would I I wouldn't have believed you yeah I just absolutely would not have believed them do I feel guilt about that yeah I weirdly do but then I shouldn't like if I were to ask myself well what would I say to my best friend I'd be like fucking own your life like it's awesome like you worked hard you worked your tits off for that but I bury it. I try and hide it. I second guess what I share. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it too much? You know, especially in this climate, by no means am I like rolling in it. Okay. Hubs and I are very sensible financially and we've made some, what I would say, smart investment choices. And we've also had the luck of timing Mm. on our side with Mm. when we sold an apartment, when we bought, you know, some stars aligned for us there. Sure, sure. I know. What? You've done it. You've completely engineered your life. Both of you are self-made. The listeners will have no idea. Jem has never had a handout in her life. I have known her most of her life. 
I've had like 10 times the handovers over Jem, you know? She has never once had anything handed to her. Everything she has, she's made. And yet she cops the privilege. Shame. All the time because her life looks quote unquote perfect. I'm feeling uncomfortable in this chat. I want to abort. This is what our call is talking about Mm. is that people don't know how to meet each other Mm. in the middle unless they're like exactly in the same position. Mm. And I think it's just our discomfort. It is discomfort. You're absolutely right, Rebzy. Like, you know how long I kept Yo Cabra a secret because I felt embarrassed. Like, it's so absurd when I think about it now, but it's true. Or can I reframe it? I was being sensitive. That's more what my angle was consider it and it's sensitive I don't know like I don't know I feel mixed so many emotions yeah this kind of conversation's hard and I think that's why it's hard between friends to have these chats and we have to be honest like you've seen it you see people grow apart because they're unable to have leisure time together Mm. because they can't you know some people really love to go out for dinner and some people really can't and you know that's just one example but or some people want to go on a holiday and some people can't go on a holiday and you do see that it just becomes too uncomfortable yeah but you know your real enduring long friendships you go for a walk you know you go to the park you go for a picnic you have a like night in together you have a FaceTime you know what I mean Mm. my most enriching strongest most enduring friendships are completely based on free fun things totally I think about all my best friends I think about you the good mum crazy Lisa KFC it's FaceTimes walks coffees park hangs that's where we hang out hungry and always making space for each other's success but you have to work for that like you have to just say I'm not going to be the person who can't deal with someone else's success because when I'm successful I want my people to celebrate me absolutely and you just have to say no I'm just not going to be that guy yeah it's funny like bringing it back to our DL I found it curious how she said yeah within our group we're starting to see jealousy and Mm. resentment yeah I mean I find jealousy look it's a human emotion that exists yes but it's shit it's shit it absolutely doesn't serve anyone it's an unproductive emotion so unproductive and actually very toxic within your own Mm. being we all experience it from time to time but it's how you act on it it's how you check in with yourself and go oh I just got hmm I got just got feelings Mm. but hang on, let me just park those for a moment. This is my friend. They're doing well. This is great. Yeah. You know you know what yeah. I mean? Like sounds like therapy chat, but it's discover, uncover, and then discard it. Totally. And then bring in the productive feelings. Yeah. How can I celebrate my friends? How can I support them? How can I care? I'm finding myself wanting to say, and when someone's life looks perfect on the internet, just you know, but that's kind of toxic. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I want to finish that with yeah. just, you know, it's not as good as it looks. Everything. And it's like, well, it also just can be you know it can just be good for them that's good awesome for them. you know I don't know is that too know. Pollyanna maybe it's not realistic I don't know Rebs I think we can all strive to parking our judgment mm. and you just don't know what's going on behind anyone's scenes in the wings of anyone's life but also don't make it your business yeah. to know like yeah. stay in your lane practicing gratitude Hubs and I always say, if everything went away tomorrow, yeah. what fucking matters? Yeah. What really matters? And I'll tell you what, it's a bit of a spoiler for Sunday's episode, but I'll tell you what it's not that matters. It's stuff. Yeah, it's not stuff. <laughs> I think we also have to remember for people who are struggling at the moment, which is what, like most of 
most of Australia mm-hmm. slash the world. A lot of people are struggling like right now. A lot of people are having to confront things we've never in our generation had to confront before. Things are scary. So people probably aren't at their best selves in this subject. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like people are worried and things they could afford before they not necessarily can afford now. And like things are really moving fast. Mm. I don't know if you've got a friend with a small business or if you've got someone whose life seems changing or they're moving out of the city or whatever, I don't know, thinking of ways to support each other, like if someone, especially small business, right? Like liking their content, giving them a follow, giving them a shout out. If you're gifting, think of a small business, that kind of stuff. That's never been more important Mm. than now. And also if you are struggling and you are feeling quiet shame about it, have a go at confiding in a friend. Yeah. Because I bet you you'll be met with open arms, holding you, holding space for you and wanting to support. Yeah. We've all just got to be a little bit more open and honest with each other about these chats so no one is feeling FOMO. Yeah, or alienated. Yeah, or alienated. At any end of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, I experienced like a microcosm version of this in LA. Totally. I remember. Oh, it was fascinating, DLs. Honestly, when I was in LA, I was unemployed for 18 months, living off my savings very carefully. I was in a one-bedroom apartment in West West Hollywood, along with so many other actors. Like we were living off canned tuna and rice. Like I went back to my uni days. But it's so interesting because while 80% of your cohort are living like that, there's a 20% in Hollywood who have fucking struck gold. And they're working. And they are living in mansions. Yeah, and they roll up in their BMW yep. with like rims yep. with all the lights and things and then they're getting valet and they're driving you here and yeah. there and you're going to all these fancy places. It's wild. I only experienced it for two nights and I was like, what? Yeah, it's feast and famine. Yeah. But w- what I will say is because most people started the same, mm. couch surfing yeah. from house to house in LA, that those who do make it, who are living in the mansions in the Hollywood Hills are very inviting Mm. of all friends. I have to say that side of it was really beautiful. Like Mm. I was invited to a few friends' houses who were hugely successful in my eyes in terms of their career and where they'd got to. And I was never looked upon Mm. as like, oh no, but like you can't sit with us, Mm, Jim. Totally. Because you haven't made it in inverted commas. And you would never do that, would you, to your good friends in your life? But the interesting thing about LA though is that the overnight sensation Mm. thing can happen Mm. like it's never literally overnight Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. always years and decades of hard work that got them to that place but in terms of like the immediacy your life can change overnight it literally can so I was talking to my girlfriend who's American about this very chat about going out Mm. to a restaurant and I was telling her about uh, you know like oh Sydney's just everywhere's taking the piss it's becoming undoable blah 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 and if you're paying for a couple if you're paying for other people it's just ridiculous and she's like oh in America the person who makes the most money just gets the check like that's mm. just how it's done I don't know did you find that in LA oh yeah that's so cultural like yeah. that is in Australia we're so tall poppy and we're so ashamed like you wouldn't want to be the wealthiest person there and you wouldn't want to be the quote-unquote poorest person there no you'd no. want it to be like oh no we're all equal because that's how we're all you know it's possible yeah but, but in Rev- the states they're just like oh no I'll get it because I can and I should but Revzy yeah. that comes with
with its own complications. Yeah, of course. It really does. And I witnessed it in LA where the person who's got all the movies and Mm -hmm. making all the money and is picking up all the tabs starts to go, well, are people just friends with me Mm. now? Because they can go out for dinner. They can go out for (laughs) dinner. They they start to question the integrity of Mm. friendships. And I'll admit this, there were conversations where it's like, oh, is so-and-so kind of leeching off them? Like, And as Aussies, I think there is more of a sense of, well, I still want to contribute. Mm. Like even me, it's how I was raised. It doesn't matter how much money someone has. You still offer to pay your share. You still contribute. You never get into a cycle of just relying on others. My biggest takeaway is picnics, (laughs) coffees, walks, barbecues. Yeah, I don't care who the fuck you are and how many millions you have. Nothing beats a picnic with people that you love. Totally. Bring a fucking boom box. <laughs> what are they called? B-box? What are those? Bluetooth speaker? A Bluetooth speaker, but there's that one that everyone knows. Yui boom. Oh. Grab yourself a Yui boom. Does everyone know this? This is like ticker tape parade all over again. I'm like, um, today is I want to heard of Yui boom. You've never heard of Yui never boom? Never heard of Yui boom. And P.S. Thank you for the DL who informed us that it is not, in fact, ticket tape. Think- it is ticker tape okay you think you can weasel out of not knowing what that was by one letter discrepancy look you didn't know what a yui boom is that's okay i'm not judging you for it can we all just stop fucking judging each other that's my biggest takeaway it's just been nice i mean this topic it i'm sweating talking about this tricky it's tricky it's messy it's not linear no there's a lot of feelings involved let's keep it going in the facebook group i really actually just want a dl take on this i want to hear what you guys think how do you handle it if your friends are earning a lot more than you how do you handle it if you're earning a lot more than your friends if situations have changed and you've grown in different directions that way you know how do you handle it has it caused issues have you repaired it let's let's help each other group therapy time Hanji P. We love you, DL. We love you guys. We'll be back in your ears next Tuesday. Or if you want to grab that Sunday ep about success, it'll be in there for you in your Apple feed and Spotify for our Android DLs. Link in our Instagram bio. Bye. Have a great Friday. Bye-bye.